This call may be recorded or transcribed. Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is Prosperous Pam, your reader for the morning. Is anyone on the call who'd like to say good morning? Good morning. It's Susie. Good morning, Susie. Good morning. God bless you. Keep me in your prayers, please. Will do, definitely. Thank you. Is there anyone else on the call who'd like to say good morning? Hey, 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 top of the morning. Declare victory. This is Sister Sabrina. Happy Thursday to everyone. God bless you all. Happy Thursday, Sister Sabrina. Yes. Great to hear your sound. Good morning. Good morning, Miss Yvette. Good morning, Yvette. How are you doing today? Blessed, blessed. How are you? Blessed as well. It's a thankful Thursday. <laughs> Yes, Welcome yes. to the call. Is there anyone else who's, who's called? I'm sorry, were you going to say something? Is there anyone else on the call who'd like to say good morning? 
Good morning, JC. Good morning, JC. Happy Thankful Thursday. Is there anyone else who's joined call to like to say good morning? Good morning, it's Brother Michael. Happy Thursday. Good morning, Brother Michael. You sound nice and perky today. <laughs> Welcome to the call. I'm, I'm grateful to be alive. Thank you very much. Praise God. Hallelujah. Great to hear your sound this morning, Brother Michael. Is there anyone else who's called who's, who's, who'd like to say good morning? Good morning, it's Sister Tracy. Happy Thursday, everyone. Good morning, Sister Tracy. Happy Thursday. Happy thankful Thursday. Amen. Amen and amen. <laughs> we made it a must roll call on this morning. Yes, yes, yes. Welcome to the Clear Victory. Is anyone else uh, dialed in who'd like to say good morning? Good morning. It's grateful, Deborah. Good morning, all. Good morning, grateful. Welcome to the call. Happy thankful Thursday. Is there anyone else who's called? God bless you as well. Good morning, Sister Lisa. God bless everyone on the call. Have a great day. Hey, hey. Sister Lisa, hey, hey. Good morning. Welcome to the call. Thank you. Have a blessed day today. Welcome to the Clear Victory. Is anyone else called, dialed in, who'd like to say good morning? Good morning, this is Mary. Good morning, Mary. Good morning, God bless you. God bless you, have a blessed day. Thank you. Welcome to the call. Thank you. This is Prosperous Pam on Declare Victory this morning. Anyone else who's dialed in who'd like to say good morning? This is the day the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. Thank you, Lord. Welcome to the Clear Victory. This is Prosperous Pam. I'm your greeter today. Is there anyone else who'd like to say good morning? Good morning, Prosperous. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Yet know that the Lord is good. Hallelujah. Happy, thankful Thursday. Declare victory. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord. Have a great day. It's Rochelle. Tell it, Rochelle, Sister Rochelle. Thank you for uh, dialing in, and we love hearing your sound. Welcome to the call. Um, It is now time to get started with the call. So before we do, if you could, uh, before you move forward, if you would please uh, go ahead now and mute your line so that we can proceed. So go ahead and please put your phone on mute and we can get started. Hello, good morning. My name is Prosperous Pam and I am your host. Thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Friday, starting at 6 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, 8 a.m. Central Standard Time, 
9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Thanks for joining us for the month of August, where our monthly theme is entitled Focus. Each declarer will discuss how their focus should align with God's plan in order to execute the work he has planned. Make sure you invite a friend so they can be blessed too. There is one announcement today. Ladies, please join us tonight and every Thursday night for Walk It Out Women's Call, hosted by Ms. Lisa Porter. They are studying the book, The Baits of Satan by John Bevere. The call takes place 6 to 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 8 to 9 p.m. Central Standard Time, and 9 to 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, right here by dialing the same number tonight. The prayer requests submitted on the app, and there were, um, we have a prayer request from, okay, I have um, a prayer request from Sonia, Sonia Fisher um, for her father, Robert Fisher, healing from surgery. He was currently taken to the ER and her uncle as well with his healing and Sonia's little brother, Antonio Fisher, healing of his heart and mind. So we will keep them lifted. And we also have prayer requests from JC. Uh, please pray for her uh, Smokey, who is hospitalized and needs healing, had a stroke in his left eye. So thank you, Lord. You are able. Um, also want to lift up all of those in Hawaii who've been impacted by the wildfires. Okay, the order of the call is prayer and corp. Oh, and also Sister um, Susie, we will continue to lift you up. The order of the call is prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Yolandra. The declaration will be brought by Tanya. Then we will go right into closing comments hosted by the declarer. I'll repeat that prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Yolandra. The declaration will be brought by Tanya. Then we will go right into closing comments hosted by the declarer. The scripture for today is 1 Peter 5, 8. Be alert and of sober mind. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion. Please put your phone on mute. Looking for someone to devour. Um, I'll repeat that scripture again. 1 Peter 5, 8, be alert and of sober mind. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, we ask you to put your phones on mute until instructed to come off of mute. I will now pass the call to the prayer warrior. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, God, I just say hallelujah this morning, God. Good morning, Jesus. Lord God, we fall before your feet at your throne, Lord God, first and foremost, asking that you would 
Consider us, Lord God. Consider us, Lord Jesus. We need you, God. We need you, we need you, we need you. Asking that you hear our prayers and hear our calls when we are in distress. Lord God, your word says that when we call out to you in distress, that you hear us, Lord God. Our calls and our prayers do not fall on deaf ears, Lord God. You are vested in us, Lord God. You are concerned about us, Lord Jesus. So God, we bring before you all the prayers this morning, Jesus. Those from Susie, Lord, that you will continue to guard her, protect her, provide for her, Lord. Give her comfort in whatever situation that she faces, God. Praying also for JC, Lord God, and her prayers, Lord God. Sonia Fisher, Lord God, and her prayers for her father and her uncle and for her um, nephew, Lord God. Oh, God, I bless your name, God, because you are everything that we need, Lord Jesus. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those that trespass against us, Lord Jesus. Lead us not into temptation. Rather, deliver us from evil, God. For thine is the kingdom, thine is the power, and thine is the glory forever, Lord Jesus. Forever, Lord God. We look to eternity with you, Lord God. We strive to focus on you, God. Second Corinthians 3 and 18 says, and we all who with unveiled faces contemplate the Lord's glory are being transformed into his image with ever increasing glory, which comes from the Lord, who is spirit. Hallelujah. Philippians 4 and 8, finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, Lord, we should focus, think about these things. Psalms 101.3, I will not look with approval on anything that is vile. I hate what faithless people do, and I will have no part in it. Lord God, I'm focus is on you, Lord God. Um, Romans 12 and 2, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you'll be able to test and improve what is God's will, um, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. God, it says in Psalms, Lord Jesus, hallelujah, that your perfect, your perfection and your faithfulness are our bodyguards, Lord Jesus. Oh, God, we hold fast to your word, Lord God. Lord, because you cannot lie, Lord Jesus. So keep our sight uh, on you. Keep our expectation, Lord God, focused on you, Lord God. Keep our thoughts, Lord God. Hallelujah on you, God. When we stray or uh, go to the left or what our purpose or what our will is or what our focus should be, God, oh, God, you so gently need us and bring us back. 
aligning us with what is good and right and perfect. God, I bless your name. Hallelujah. God, I bless your name. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, God. God, we need you. I need you this morning, Lord God. Lord God, uh, sometimes, Lord God, we may become uh, sunken, Lord God. We may become uh, depressed, Lord Jesus. We may even become or feel like there is no hope. Oh, God, but we know deep, deep, deep within our soul, Lord God, and our core, Lord God, and our spirit, in our spirit, Lord God, that nothing is hopeless, that everything is possible for you, Lord God, because you give us the strength, Lord God. We can do all things through Christ because he gives us strength, Lord God. He keeps us focused, Lord God. So we're thankful for the sacrifice, Lord God. We're thankful, God, for your grace and mercy. Hallelujah. We're thankful, God, that you love us so much, Lord God, that time after time, after time, after time, and after time again, Lord God, when something happens in our lives, God, and we don't quite understand it, Lord God, we can remember that your thoughts are higher than our thoughts, Lord God, and we don't have to understand, Lord God. We need to lean, focus, and trust in your mighty power, God, because your power is inexhaustible, Lord God. It cannot be exhausted, Lord God. God, you are infinite, Lord God. You are limitless, Lord God. We just need to know, Lord God, that we know, Lord God, that we know that we know that we know that all things work together for the good, God. So we bless your name, God. We pray that whomever, whomever is hospitalized or going through any financial crisis, Lord God, or going through any emotional crisis, Lord God, or any sickness, Lord God, that it is not so, Lord God. Because you have riches in heaven, Lord God. You care for the lilies in the field, God. Hallelujah. God, and you care for the birds in the air, God. So you will care for us, Lord God. We go from glory to glory, God. Oh, God, keep our focus on you, God. Keep our dependence upon you, God. We need you, God. We recognize you as Lord and Savior of our lives. God. You are God. You are God all the time. You were God then, you are God now, and you will be God. There is no other God. I don't care what anybody says, Lord God. Lord Jesus Christ is the King. Hallelujah. God, your word says in Isaiah 24 and 6, to trust in the Lord always. Trust in the Lord always lord god because uh you the lord is the eternal rock not a rock not some rock the rock the only rock oh the rock of my salvation god i stand upon your word god with great expectation god i focus on you god i am expecting god i am expecting god we are expecting you, Jesus, not only in the by and by, but we're expecting uh, you now, God, 
So give us what we need, Jesus. Hallelujah. Bless your magnificent name. Lord God, I pray for everyone under the sound of my voice, Lord God. I thank Prosperous Pam, Lord God, for her greetings, Lord God. I thank God for everyone who expressed a prayer need, Lord God, and even those who did not express a prayer need, like myself, Lord God, you already know, God. How great is that, God, that you know our thoughts before we think them. Hallelujah. Oh, God, thank you, Holy Spirit, because you are focused on us. Oh, you're focused on us, Jesus. Hallelujah. I pray for Tanya. That's about to come on, Lord God, that you will bless her declaration, Lord God. Lord God, let it be pure. Let it be plain, Lord God. Let it be Holy Spirit-inspired, Lord God. Let it help us to get through this day and help us to remember that our focus, our thoughts, our desires, our praises, our life, Lord God, is dedicated and committed to you. All these things I pray in Jesus' name, God, and I say hallelujah and amen. So, God, we I ask you to come off a of mute right now, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. God, and we praise you. We praise you. We praise you, God. We praise you corporately, Lord Jesus.
So I turn the call over now. I pray we all have a good, prosperous, and God-filled day. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen. Yolanda, I just want to make sure that you guys can hear me clearly. Um, yep. I'm on my speaker. Oh, awesome, awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you um, for those that, Pam, thank you so much for your participation this morning. Yolanda, that fire prayer. Um, I'm going to talk about you in, in prayer, so don't hang up. <laughs> I'm going to talk about you in your prayer this morning and focus. Um, I want to thank you all for joining me this morning. I want to thank you for um, muting your phones and throughout the call, if you're moving around a little bit, getting ready for work, getting ready for whatever you have to do today, uh, I want to thank you in advance for just making a, a habit of checking your phones because, again, we know how easily they, they can come off mute. So just uh, as an FYI to you again, as we're beginning to start, go ahead and just double check your phone uh, and we'll, we'll go ahead and get started. Um, I want to give you a couple of focus uh, quotes again this morning as my introduction. I found a, a couple of good ones that I think that you will like. Uh, and so here we go. Your life is controlled by what you focus on. That's by Tony Robbins. Successful people maintain a positive focus no matter what is going on around them. I could not see who the author was, but it's not one of my quotes. Lack of direction, not lack of time, is the problem. We all have 24 hours a day. That's by Zig Ziglar. I want to go back to that second one. Successful people maintain a positive focus no matter what is going on around them. I wish one of the saints would have came up with that. You know, like a like like a pastor or a deacon or a lay member. Because that should be our mantra. That no matter what is going on around us, we remain we keep a we maintain a positive focus. And I'm not talking about y'all on the call. I'm just talking about other people cuz you know, we we are a different breed of people around here. We focus, we don't get distracted, we got purpose. We're not like everybody else. We are truly peculiar. Um but can you imagine the world? Uh can you can you can you imagine just living here on earth if believers made a concerted effort, a conscientious effort to remain positive no matter what was going on. I guess it would be kind of like walking in faith, huh? Anyway, um, while preparing for this heart share, I did a Google search. And um, I selected a, here's a little tip for people that are not really computer literate. Um, I uh, the, the way that my computer, my device is set up is that um, I have a antivirus protection. I use Norton antivirus protection um, software. <clears throat> and so it has these little green um, check marks when I do a Google search, as these little green check marks by links that are safe to search. And as for the most part, if there's no green link by it, to verify it is a 
it is a safe link, I usually don't fool with it because uh, doing so could open me up to being hacked or viruses or whatever. So that's a little tip. But anyway, so I selected a link. Um, and um, but I forgot that it's a free page, though. Even though it's a safe link, it's a it's a it's a free page. And because it's a free page, you know, you you are within milliseconds. It, not what's what's shorter than a millisecond. I don't even know what's shorter than a millisecond. But within milliseconds, I was distracted from my research with three elements. One was a request to send me a notification um, by the domain owner. Uh, they wanted to send me notifications, and that's that's it, it's a little white box that pops up and says allow or block. No, you, I don't, I don't even know you. Why you want to just distract me further? No, block. <laughs> the, the other one was an invitation to receive a free prayer guide. First of all, I don't know what type of relationship you have with God. Second, I don't feel a release in my Shondo to give you my email. And third, if I did sign up for your guide, you would abuse your privilege and bombard my email with unwanted emails that would distract me, so I'll pass. Uh, the last one was an ad to a Broadway Direct. Now, I don't even know what Broadway Direct was. Um, and had I not been focused on the task at hand, I might have gone a clicking. So I just X'd everything out so I could get the information that I needed. Now, I know this is kind of early to be giving you a Tanya, not Tanya moment, but I feel like giving you one. It's my declaration. So here we go. My mom is 90. Um, she's been using a computer now for the last, I don't know, maybe the last decade or so. And I'm super proud of her at her age that she can she can maneuver some things. She can't do a whole lot. She can check her email. She can she can definitely get on Facebook. <laughs> my mom and Facebook. Oh my God. Um, however, her device it always ends up with viruses on it. Though we have advised her why she should not click on unfamiliar links, etc. She does anyway. <laughs> she does anyway. And then she calls Raven. <laughs> you call Raven. This computer is not working. Oh my God, I should not be having this much fun about my mom. But it's so cute to me. Like I, I appreciate the fact that she she has embraced certain aspects of technology. To a certain degree, for a ninety-year-old, she's doing pretty good. But, but my mom just she just clicks on things, and in her mind, her rationale behind it is that. And I promise, I'm going someplace. Her rationale behind it is that if it wasn't important, they wouldn't be sending her the links. Ma'am, that's not how it works. And then the other thing is Facebook. Like she, she just. She just assumes like Facebook is like the news. Um, it is almost like the news because the news is not so much about informing you. That, I mean, I guess it is sometimes, but you know, most of that stuff is doctored up, and you know, it's not. You can't. You can't. You got to take it with a grain of salt, right? But 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 we're like, mom, that's not the purpose of Facebook. Anybody can. Okay, now I'm going down a rabbit hole. But anyway, my whole point is. Therefore, my brethren and sisterin, I beseech thee to
to ignore blocks and pop-ups and invitations to click this or download that for un from unknown sources. It's a distraction to keep you from focus. And most of the time, it's an invitation to a problem. For example, spam, <laughs> hacking, and viruses to make your device sick. Ads, pop-ups, et cetera, are distractions that negatively impact our ability to focus. Okay, I had to get that out. Let's go back to the topic. We are talking about focus. See, y'all thought that I was distracted. Not at all, sweetie. You know, I love doing this, going all over the place to get to the destination that's across the street. Last week, I talked about focus, and I talked about focus from a fundamental aspect. I talked about, I gave an example of focus groups that they are designed. They're small groups of people that are generally paid to give their feedback about a product or a service before a, uh, before a business or an organization makes a major change or introduces something new to the market. They don't just introduce it. Um, they do a little bit of recon first before they make the decision to do so. I also gave scenarios about focus or the lack thereof while receiving dental services um, and another in which a young lady died allegedly as a result of eating while she was driving. Uh, I also informed you that distractions are an enemy of focus. They are an enemy of focus. Even the self-inflicted distractions that we allow, they are an enemy of focus. They are distractions are a time thief to get us away from, again, focus. And they come in the form of people, problems, and things. Thou will keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on thee, because he trusteth in thee. Trust ye in the Lord forever. For in the Lord Jehovah is everlasting strength. That's, find in, that's found in Isaiah 26, 3 through 4, and that was the King James Version. Um, but before I, I um, segue into um, uh, this, I wanted to talk to you really briefly. I wanted to use uh, Yolandra's prayer as an example of focus. Um, Yolandra, when she started off, she started off in her human form. But as she began to pray and as her focus changed, there was a shift. And I wonder if you identified it. Yolandra began to pray in the spirit once her focus changed. Now, I know we believe that praying in the spirit is, you know, when we speak in tongues. And she did do that today. She has a kingdom language and she used that language as she prayed. But praying in the spirit also means praying outside of one's own knowledge. So in other words, she began to flow in the spirit. It's it's like the Holy Spirit began to pray through her, but he was using English. He was giving her the words to say because again, her focus changed. She began to spontaneously quote scripture uh, use scriptures, quote scriptures reference scriptures as she prayed. 
she wasn't reading the Bible. It was spontaneous. It came up as she prayed, and it fit along with the prayer that she prayed and the things that she began to pray. So her focus changed from a humanistic standpoint, her being human, her being a woman, and starting off praying to hitting it, and man, she went in. So that's an example of when we pray and our focus change, we allow the Holy Spirit to pray through us, and we are then praying in the Spirit. Did you get that? I hope you got it. If you did, I want to talk a little bit more about it during the love, life, and victory portion of the call. All right? So going back to that will keep them, him in perfect peace, and him here, uh, it also includes us. So don't get thrown off by um, the pronoun that is used there. That will keep them in perfect, him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on thee, uh, because he trusteth in thee. Who Who is the thee? We are talking about the Lord. Um, we are talking about focus. This this is an, a clear example of how we can maintain focus by keeping our mind stayed on him, him being God, him being Jesus, him being the Holy Spirit, the triune God that we as believers uh, worship and accept and acknowledge. Uh, I was thinking about, Lord, what do I teach this week about focus? Because like Dion was saying, it's, it's easier for me to show you than it is for me to talk about. But he's so faithful. He gave me a, a few things that I could share with you. So um, December 22nd, 2018, the trajectory of my life changed instantaneously. As I thought about it, um, I can't say that it came without warning. In hindsight, there were some warnings about this day and its appearance. And uh, in hindsight, so, so what was the date? For some of you who don't know, it's the day that my husband transitioned. Um, in hindsight, there were physical, I could see some physical things taking place. He was tired a lot. He was he was a little bit more sluggish um than usual. He 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 um he loved he lo he was so passionate about youth. He was truly he was focused on teaching them about technology. He wanted to impart this knowledge that he had. Um Carl was a guru of technology. Um there are a couple of people that are on this call. He taught you all some stuff, and you can attest to it. Um, he he used to say, if you cut me, I will bleed um, ones and zeros. You know, what we see on our computer screens and what we see when we're on the Internet is a combination. You think it's a word, but it's a it's hexadecimal codes. It's a combination of ones and zeros. And he he used to say, if you if you cut me, I will bleed dots and zeros or something like that. It was a really funny thing. Like he embraced, he fully embraced technology. And there would be times when Carl was so focused on a project that he was working on or research. That he, I would have to say, hey, you, you need to stop. Did you, um, like if he was at home, I would say, hey, you need to stop. 
you know, you need to eat something. You know, he'd be, he would go hours. He would go for hours. Um, and he would, and if he was at work, like when he would work at my dad's church, um, he would come home like late and he may not have eaten anything. This is like, I was like, hey, you can't do that. Your body, you have to stop. You got to get something to eat. Well, we lived, the church, we didn't live, but the, the church was in a food desert. There was two jacks, this <laughs> greasy spoon restaurant. I mean, it was, it, it, don't even get me started, but everybody has a two jacks in their neighborhood, right? And so, you know, that was a last resort. Otherwise, he'd have to drive off and go get something to eat. But my point is, is that sometimes we can get so focused on a project that we forget to eat. Um, while it's good to have focus, you have to have balance. So uh, if you know you're going to be working on a project and you are not in an area, perhaps your office or wherever it is that you're working, you know, you really don't have um, a place around you where you can get food or if you do, it's fast food and, you know, perhaps you're focused on eating healthier, it's good to be prepared. So it's good to, and this is going to also segue into what I'm going to talk about, it's good to prepare, right, so that you don't have the excuse of, oh, it's late, I don't have anything to eat, or I don't want to take too much time uh, away from what I'm doing. So if I have my lunch or I have my snacks, I'm the snack queen, I accept that fact. Um, I have something that can hold me over until I can go and get what I need. Um, okay, so I'm making a point. I'm still talking about December the 22nd, 2028, excuse me, December 22nd, 2018, and we're talking about me and the choices that I had to make. Um, and one was I could give up and die, you know, um, spiritually, I could, I could give up and die, give up and die emotionally, or I could pivot. I chose to pivot. What does that mean? Well, usually that term is I'm going to I'm going to give you a definition from a business standpoint. In business, when a, when an organization pivots, it it literally it changes some aspects of its core products or services. Um businesses may pivot to better meet customer demand or to shift their target audience. So maybe their target audience is you know, um, kids, uh, but they want to change their target audience from uh, kids to a specific group of kids. Like maybe they want to focus just on elementary school children, as opposed to you know minors, right? So they they're they're gonna they're gonna pivot. They're gonna change the way that they market. They're gonna change the products that they offer. Um, or or they may want to pivot because they want to boost sales. They want to increase their sales or a combination of both. Pivots generally do not occur. Well, I, let me take, let me say, let me restate that. Pivots do not occur without thought. Decision makers create a strategy that ensures the business remains viable and profitable. Follow me on this, okay? Because I'm a link this together. Typically, it's done as a long-term strategy. So typically, the pivot occurs as a long-term strategy, unlike the pivots that we saw during COVID. A lot, every business, in order for you to survive, every single business that survived pivoted some kind of way. Some a lot, 
some just a little bit, but there was definitely a pivot that took place because they had to, businesses were forced, including churches, to pivot in order to survive because everything around us changed. Y'all remember, you could, without me even giving you a whole bunch of examples in your mind right now, you can think of a business uh, or an organization that pivoted and some of them were forced to shut down temporarily and that was a good thing for them because it gave them a reprieve so that they could come back and remain viable. Here's one classic that survived COVID and that is curbside service. Can I get a amen, a shout, a high five, or look your neighbor in the eye and say, I thank God for curbside service. Man, it changed the industry. That's an example of pivoting. In my life, or excuse me, in life, um, we must focus in order to pivot. So let me talk about me because I don't know what kind of pivots you've made, but I know there are people on this call, you, you're not just surviving today. You are thriving because you made a choice to pivot. In my case, my pivot was changing from a married woman to an unmarried woman. Now, mind you, I have been married my entire adult life. I'm 63 years old. I got married the first time to my children's father when I was 19. And I should have been in college. <laughs> but I became a wife to our daughter. And then we had two more children. I love my children to life. And I'm thankful for the grandchildren that they gave me. But had I, if I could do it all over again, I think I would have gone to college. And I would have um, pursued life differently. But anyway, my my pivot was from going from a married, because I was married for six years, I think, six and a half years. I got a divorce, and then I was married for 31 years. You do the math. And so everything about my life changed. I had to change pretty much everything about my life and pivot and, and learn how to operate as a, as a single woman, a widow is a single woman, as a single woman from not having a covering anymore I have a covering. My covering is God, but I'm talking about my husband was my covering. My first husband was my covering. Um, there were certain things I did not have to worry about. There were certain things I did not have to focus on. Um, um, with my first husband, I never had to worry about washing my car, um, car repairs. He did all of that. Um, some things that, because he was really handy, really gifted with his hands, um, certain things with the if we had to move, if we were going to move, I would pack, but he's doing the heavy lifting, you know, because he's the guy. He has the physical strength. We talked about what needed to be done. I pointed and I clicked <laughs> and he moved, right? Um, with, with, with Carl, um, he was not the handyman. He was like, hire, go, you know, call Dan, call, you know, he pay for it, but you know, I'm not the handyman. I, and he wasn't, he, he knew his vein. With technology, like I was a fish, I was like a fish without water. I never, ever, and I'm still talking about focus, right? I, I didn't have to think about, like when people were having problems way back in the day when AOL first came out, and re if you remember, you got a floppy disk in the mail. It was free. It was from AOL, 
and people had to use dial-up. I never had to do that. I always had, because Carl was, um, uh, that was his field of expertise, we always had high-end internet, always. We paid dearly for it, but we always had it. So I never understood the concept of having to wait for dial-up and this, that, and the other. When I had a problem with my device, um, Carl fixed it. When I had a, when I went, when it was time to upgrade, Carl did the research. He did the upgrades. He did what needed to happen with my phone. So were there never, there were never any glitches. I didn't have to worry about um, antivirus. So, like he knew what to do. And all of us, you know, I know a little bit based upon some of the things I know that he did. Like I know, for example, and I'm still talking about focus. I know, for example. I don't just go and make a computer purchase. I research or a purchase um, with, with regards to technology, not just a computer. I use, you should write this down. I use a, I research a link. It's, um, do my research on a link. Slow down, Tanya, and focus. Slow down, slow down. Take a breath. I don't know why I start. I think it's a trigger for me talking about Carl. I apologize. Um, Take a minute. Okay, so I use a link. It's called CNET. www.c like Carl net c n e t dot com. And I use that link when I want to research. <clears throat> um, I get reviews about different products. So I was looking for a new. Uh, I was looking for a printer because uh, the printer that I got does not work for me. Um, but I'm looking for a new printer. And rather than, you know, just I could go to Amazon, you know, or I could do a Google search for um, reviews on certain things. I don't have that kind of time. So it's use CNET, and it will give me um, qualified reviews. These are people who research technology for a living, and they post it. And so you can use it or not. But my point is, and thinking about um, pivoting as from a married woman to an unmarried woman, there are certain things that I had to embrace and I had to change in my life in order for me not to just survive, but to thrive. In order for me to be this free that you hear and you see, I had to make conscious decisions and I had to come up with a strategy. And and that strategy includes having people that I trust for um, advice for certain things. Um, that strategy includes um, seeking God and asking the Holy Spirit for direction in things that I don't know to do and uh, that I'm that I'm unsure of. Excuse me, <clears throat> that I the decisions that I have to make, like big decisions. I'll never forget. Um, I was going to make a big de a decision that was going to be very costly. Usually, uh, Carl and I, <clears throat> excuse me, consulted large purchases, right? We we talked about the pros and cons of them, and then you know we made the purchase or we didn't. And so now it's me. <laughs> um, and so um, that was that was I had to learn. I had to pivot from. I don't have this human being to consult anymore. And so now I've got to change the way that I'm doing things. I hope you are following me. Um, 
there's one more example that I want to give before I give uh, uh, before I really get to the meat of what I wanted to talk about as a fundamental component of focus. I ran into I didn't run into I I went to dinner last night um, and while when I when I was walking up to the restaurant they have huge um, windows instead of a wall their 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 window is made of glass right around the entire three quarters of the building of the restaurant is is of glass and I saw this woman her hair was really distinctive and I was like wow. Um, her hair is beautiful. Um, it was salt and pepper, and she had it in a big afro puff. And um, and I was like, oh, okay. And so, you know, I didn't think any more about it. I didn't really look at her more. And as we we asked to be relocated to a different table to avoid the breeze that was coming through the door, and as I sat down at the table, I was like, wow. And I said her name. I didn't even realize. I said her name out loud. It wasn't loud, but it was loud enough for her to hear me. And when she looked, it was her. And I was like, oh, my God. And all of these memories came flooding back. We meant, we used to minister together in church. And I remember I used to mentor her. I didn't, I didn't remember this until this morning when I was um, preparing for my declaration. I used to mentor her. Now, she was a person. She had a child. She was a single parent, and at the time I lived in Vallejo, and she lived in San Francisco. And um, she was late habitually, and but she was such a good person most of the time. <laughs> she had a good heart. Um, she was raised by her grandmother in the South, and then she relocated here in San Francisco. And shout outs to grandmas that are raising children today. My God. Um, the energy that it, it must take to do so. I'm still on focus. As a as a grandmother, as a caretaker who is already you've already raised children and then to go back and have to redo that again, that takes a lot of focus. It takes a lot of energy and I salute you. I don't know if I could do it. I well, I could do it if I had to. But um at any rate she was raised by her grandmother, um, really kind of traditional, old school, um, and if I'm not mistaken, she was raised apostolic, if I'm not mistaken. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. But one of the things is that I noticed about her, um, I brought her to my home. I did that with a lot of people, um, a lot of people I, we would bring to the house. Um, sometimes Carl would bring guys to the house and, you know, I would leave and let them have the house. Sometimes I would have a house full of women and he would leave and, you know, leave the house to me, or he would go upstairs in his man cave, which is his his office where he was surrounded by papers and boxes, papers and boxes, papers and boxes. <laughs> Going in his office was definitely an experience. Anyway, anyway, I'm still focused. I am focused. And he would let me do my thing. We didn't get in each other's way. Uh, because we knew at the end of the day it was ministry, and our goal was to help people to become better, become a better, um, a better them. And so this young lady, um, I watched her. She came over. She spent the weekend, and I watched her. You know, we have to leave my house by a certain time because I live in Vallejo. Not only do I live in Vallejo, I am in charge of the music department. 
and I have to be there on time because I have to open service up. And so, you know, everybody's up, everybody's getting ready, the kids. I have a routine. Every I, I get myself together first, and then I start waking the kids to a certain degree. I don't put my clothes on, but pretty much everything is together. I made bre- I cooked breakfast on Sunday mornings because I was working, and I wanted my kids to have a hot breakfast on the weekends because during the week they had cereal. Don't don't why why I listen. That was just my that was just my contribution to my children as a working mother. They got hot breakfast on Sunday morning, so you know I go downstairs, wake the kids up. They got broke. They got they, their breakfast is ready. You guys come and eat. You got a certain amount of time to finish your breakfast. They didn't have to rush it down, but you can't be lollygagging and stuff. We have to we have to leave by a certain time. She's still sitting on the couch, you know, dibbling and dabbling. She's a she would piddle in the morning. It wasn't because she was lazy. She would just and she was easily distracted. She was not focused, right? And so I realized, ah, oh, this is her problem. She's not focused in the morning. She's 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 easily distracted doing this. And what do you think about that? I don't think nothing except you need to get ready, or you're gonna get left, and you're gonna have to figure out. How are you going to get to San Francisco? And so what she started off meaning to do, she wasn't able to do a long, the long of the, the short of the story is that I figured out how to then help her um, to be more time conscious so that she could eliminate being late as much. She could work on that. And that's a perfect segue into my next thought about another component about focus, and that is focus requires a certain amount of organization. I don't mean a building or a whole bunch of people. I mean being organized. I mean being organized. Because if you are not organized, it's it will be hard for you to focus on the project or the task at hand. I'll give you a couple of scenarios about being organized and a couple of scenarios in things that you can do to be organized in the task or whatever it is that you're trying to do. So as a kid, as a kid, I loved buttons and I loved um, toys and things that had compartments. I loved outfits that had pockets because I didn't carry a purse at the time. And so I could put my, <clears throat> excuse me, I could put my things in my pockets and I could put little toys in compartments <laughs> that I had. Uh, one of my favorite toys was a cash register because it had push buttons. It was a plastic cash register. It had push buttons. And if you push the the red button, the drawer opened and the drawer had little compartments for the change. My dimes, my pennies, my nickels, my fake money went in my compartments in my cash register. Little did I know that I would have the gift of administration. I had it as a kid. I didn't recognize it until I became a young adult. Um, I mean, I kept my room clean. Again, we're talking about, we're still talking about focus. I kept my room clean. I kept things in you know certain order, but I was Hazel Walker's daughter, and you was gonna have order in your room. 
But it, what it did was it magnified, you know, her direction magnified that the gift, excuse me, the gift that I already had. Okay. And so as an adult, what do I do? I am drawn to typing as a, excuse me, as a teenager, I'm drawn to typing as a, as, as, and I learned to type on a manual typewriter. Um, and then we convert to electric typewriters and now we have keyboards. And so I built my speed up to, at one point, I was close to 100 words a minute in typing. I don't type that fast now because I don't need to, but I can still type pretty fast. And I can feel the keys like a, um, like playing a piano. I feel the keys. I can tell when my my fingers are not, I don't peck. I, I literally place my fingers on the keyboard and I can tell without even looking at the screen to see that I'm typing garbage. I can tell my fingers in, are in the wrong place without even looking at my screen or looking at the keyboard. But going back to me as a kid and organization, my ability to type helps me to maintain a certain level of organization. Um, I can organize my notes so that I'll know where they are when I get ready to speak or teach a lesson or study for a particular thing. I can search for keywords and I'll find documents that I'm looking for. My folders, my, on, my, on my device, I have folders where certain documents, my finances are in a particular folder, my, um, my notes about prophecy are in another folder, my notes about all these shares that I've given over the years, that I'm sure there are hundreds of them. They're in a particular folder. I know where to go to look, so I'm not distracted and all over the place looking for the information that I need in order to prepare a contract, in order to write a book, in order to, like, I, I've collected information. The Lord says, you're going to write about this topic. I've created a folder, and it is my research folder, and so I know where to look when I need to pull that information to prepare my lesson, to prepare my this or to prepare my that. And so um, organization. So as a mom, I talked about being a working mother and a married woman um, raising my family. And so, so, so what I did is that my kids were taught to lay your clothes out at night, get them together at night so that in the morning you're not waking up trying to figure out what you're going to wear and discovering that, oh, my God, I don't have no more clean underwear or discovering, oh, man, I don't have no more clean socks, not me, my kids, <laughs> right? So we eliminate that. If you, if you are laying your clothes out at night, you already know, oh, I don't have this. So you have enough time to throw a load in the washing machine and have that stuff ready in the morning, right? So one of the things that part of my organization, I did it for my children when they were younger and I was dropping them off at daycare. Um, their diaper bags got pre prepared at night. Was it monotonous? Did I get tired of um, doing it? Absolutely. But I knew it was going to save me time in the morning by taking care of these tasks at night. What can you do before you need to leave for work? You know, um, if you can do those things, now obviously I can't comb my hair at night, but um, I can lay my clothes out. I can um, prepare if I'm changing purses. I can do that. I can get my stuff together. So all I got to do is pick it up and let's go, right? 
also focus. If when we prepare, when we organize, and we prepare in advance, it makes the t- we're not as distracted as much. So we sabotage our focus when we have to break our train of thought or or stop working on a project to go and get something. If I'm getting ready to study, I'm going to turn my phone off or put it on do not disturb or I might leave it in another room and I'm going to have my tools with me, my mouse, my my device and whatever my water, whatever else that I'm going to need if I'm also using a book for my study, um, I'm going to have my highlighter because I'm a highlight. I'm going to have my post-its because I'm going to write some notes. That's good. That's that, I'm not just reading the book. I'm studying it, and I'm going to have a pen so I don't have to stop what I'm doing to go, is this making sense? Okay. Um, and I'm getting ready to close. But um, it will help you little things like this. I'm not. I'm not going to be texting back and forth when I am um working on a project because it's going to distract me and I may lose my focus and not be able to get the download that the Holy Spirit was giving me for whatever it is that I was working on. So organization. Now, it may not be you sitting, it may not, that, that was not proper English. Um, think about the scenarios that you have in your life because I don't have time to think about different scenarios and we all got different things going on. But I want you to think about um, as we're getting ready to do the greeting um, and say good morning to you before we transition into love, life, and victory, I want you to think about um, some of the projects that you're working on and maybe you're having a struggle with. What can you do to better prepare you to be focused? Is there an area that you can work on to organize it a little bit better so that you're not as distracted when you get ready to focus your attention on whatever project it is that you're working on. I want to leave you a couple of scriptures that are related to focus. There, there, are, there are four of them. One is, um, it's found in 1 Peter 1 and 13, and all of these are in the NIV uh, translation. 1 Peter 1 and 13, it says, therefore, with minds that are alert and fully sober, set your hope on the grace to be brought to you when Jesus Christ is revealed at his coming. Don't be distracted by what's going on in the earth. Don't be distracted by the failed economy. Don't be distracted by your children's behavior. Don't be distracted by the boss that seems like they are um, they are trying to sabotage your work. Don't be distracted by folding chairs, y'all. Proverbs 4 and 25. Let your eyes look straight ahead. Fix your gaze directly before you. There are certain times when we need to have tunnel vision in order to achieve the focus that is necessary so that we can accomplish the tasks at hand. 
the most important task that we have is to keep our minds focused on our relationship with Jesus Christ. Right up and through here, in this day, in this hour, it is critical. It is vital. It is imperative that we keep our gaze on Jesus Christ. Colossians 3 and 2. Set your minds on things above, not on earthly things. Listen, we need houses. We got to have some place to live. We need vehicles, or we can use public transportation. There are certain things that we need in life in order to sustain life. We need a certain amount of food, so on, a certain amount of money. But that should not be our primary focus. Last one, Hebrews 3.1. Therefore, holy brothers and sisters who share in the heavenly calling, Fix your thoughts on Jesus, whom we acknowledge as our apostle and high priest. I don't know about all these other people around here calling themselves apostles. Maybe they are. I don't know. The one apostle that I am focused on, the one apostle that I am certain of, is Jesus Christ. And that's my share. For this morning, my name is Tanya, not Tanya, and I approve of this message. We're getting ready to change our focus and segue into love, life, and victory. But before we do that, we are going to open the call up to those that might, uh, that they may have called in late uh, and you didn't get a chance to say good morning. We just want to show you some love virtually this morning um, by greeting you. Now, we're going to do it in order. <clears throat> we're going to allow our men, if there are any men on the call, we're going to allow you to say good morning first. We're not giving comments yet. We're just focused on saying good morning. And um, after our men, we're going to allow uh, any guests. This is your very first time being on the call. We absolutely want to love on you today. And uh, the third category would be any first-time speakers. So you've been on the call. You've just never said good morning. But today you'd like to make your presence known. After that, it will be a free-for-all. All minds clear? I know they are because we say this every single morning. The call is now open to our brothers. Any brothers want to say good morning? Yo, 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 yo. Good morning, oh my Big God. Sis. Good morning, Eric. It's good to hear your sound. Good to hear you. Any love other brothers? I, I love you more. Any other brothers that want to say good morning? <clears throat> good morning, Tanya. This is Jr. Hey, two jacks got some good fried fish. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Jr. Good morning. It's good to hear you too. You know, it, it is good when you're desperate. Um, anybody else? Any? Uh, not body else. Sorry. Any other men? Any other men? Any other men want to say good morning? All right. Any other, any first time um, speakers, any first time, is this your first time being on the call or your first time saying good morning? Going once? Well, don't be shy. We just want to love on you. 
All right, the call is now open to anybody that would like to say good morning. Good morning. Good morning, morning. sunshine. Good morning, sunshine. And who was that other person? Good morning, morning, Mrs. Danielle. Wonderful Wanda. And who who was the other person? My name's Danielle. Good morning. Good morning, Danielle. Welcome, 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 y'all. Anybody else want to say good morning? Good morning. Good morning. I heard Jubilant. Jubilant. And who else? Carla. Hey, Carla. And Mm -hmm. Cynthia. Hey, Carla. (laughs) Good morning. Good morning. Hey, Tanya. It's Moxie. Good morning. Hey, Moxie. Good morning. And I heard a faint voice. I could barely hear you. Who was that? Smiling Shirley. Hey, smiling Shirley. Good morning. Good morning. This is Juanita. Good morning, Juanita. Anyone else? Good morning, Magnificent. Good morning, family. Love you. Hey, Magnificent. Love you, too. Morning, Tan. It's Shell. Hey, Shell. Now, somebody is dragging cement bricks across the sidewalk or um, they, dragging folding chairs across the um, <coughs> concrete and coughing. Please mute if you're not speaking. Thank you. Anybody else want to say good morning? All right. Any comments? Any aha moments? Uh, in anybody need clarification? Any of those things? Good morning, Tanya. This is Tracy. Hey, Tracy. Good morning. Uh, thank you so much for your share. The aha moment for me was when you talked about um, one of the things I was married when I was uh, 20 years old, so I can identify with the whole, you know, structure of taking care of, um, getting up early. Um, my mom used to be a nurse, and she used to come in on a Saturday morning. Well, she used to come in every morning at 6 a.m., and she'd be like, everybody get up. And we would be like, what? What do you mean get up? She's like, get up. This is my house, and everybody's going to get up. And what that taught me when I was younger, I didn't appreciate it, but it taught me to focus on time management skills. So now that I'm an adult, everything, like you said, is in order. I prepare my stuff the night before. I lay my clothes out. I, y'all know I got three jobs, so for each job, i got to lay my stuff out so that I'm not feeling overwhelmed or perplexed or pushed or rushed in the morning. I have to space everything out. And because of my mom's um, uh, values and how she raised us, it helped me as an adult to be a lot more centered. Well, God did that, but, you know, everything is incorporated in one. So that's what stood out for me. So thank you so much for um, sharing that. Wow, thank you for, for, for sharing that as well. And I don't even know, for me, I don't know if it was my mom's, suggestion or if it was just something that I uh, evolved into doing. I I have a feeling it was probably my mom who, you know, told us that we should start, um, you know, go ahead and lay your clothes out at night so you can be prepared. Um, uh, But but it's definitely, yes, it sometimes just like, 
ah, I don't feel like doing this. And there, I got to tell you along the way, even though I'm a, <clears throat> excuse me, even though I'm a pretty focused person, there definitely are times when I just don't have the energy to do it. And I don't, but I know I need to get up a little extra, get up earlier, a little earlier to allow time now. So I won't be so distracted when I leave and so flustered. And so sometimes, sometimes our day um, is a little bit more, um, we're a little bit more agitated in the morning because we didn't take the, because we left the house frustrated. And then we take it out on other people. We, we, we might take it out on our children. When we had, if, had we just done a little bit of something be- the night before, um, uh, especially for people who have to change outfits. Usually for me, if I make a decision that I'm wearing something, that's it. I usually don't have to go back in my closet and put on 30 different, 30 more outfits. No shade to anybody who does. That's your thing. That's you. Um, I just, for me, it just, you know, this is it. This is what we're going to do. And I'm a, everything is coordinated and, you know, we're going to, let's go. Anybody else have any um, thing that they want to share or you had a, you had an aha or whatever? Good morning. Good morning. Hi, Rosanne. This is Lashari. Hey, Lashari. Hi. I seem to always jump on on the good days. <laughs> and I <laughs> and I really appreciate your share. I was uh, going for a walk, actually, while I was listening to most of your share. And I was like, I wonder what Tane's going to drop some scriptures on this. And then I just kept listening. <laughs> and I was like, you know, you might not need that right now, ma'am. You actually are in a place where you're trying to get more focused, where you are trying to reach a couple of goals and not saying that all the other shares where there's a lot of scripture filled. I couldn't even keep up because I'm walking, so I can't open my Bible and read and stuff, but I can take this and apply it and also see, I guess, see like um, the spiritual aspect of it or the God in it as well because it's very aligned. and. Um, I really like the quote that you shared about successful people stay focused when times are tough or something like that in the beginning. Um, or that's how people stay successful. I think it was kind of something like that you had shared. But I really um, appreciate it because all of those things that we do in our everyday life, like you just shared a moment ago, being frustrated because, you know, you don't have your things in alignment. You're not able to focus. You're not able to even focus on God a lot of times when you don't have your other things uh, kind of together. Not saying we have to get ourselves together before God will love us or bless us or, or anything, but as believers, it really helps for us to really try to get as much in alignment or, or have at least a center focus on something, I think, to help us achieve uh, goals or achieve a better relationship or achieve a better like a closeness or connectedness with people with other believer with other believers um, or with God as well and I want to say thank you and congratulations as well. Well, thank you for the congratulations. Let me let me say the quote again because um, I, I it really stood out to me too. Successful people maintain a positive focus no matter what is going on around them. So it's a, it's a characteristic that it, it, I don't know if it's instinctive, and I think it probably is instinctive. It's, it's, it's par for the course, as Dion would say. It's par for the course. 
It is just something innately that they do. They're not going to be distracted by the negative. They're, they're going to, they are so successful people are solution-oriented. And when I talk about successful people, I'm not just talking about people who have, some people, um, some people equate success with money. I don't. I don't. Um, I learned that success is achieving what you said you were going to do when the hour that you said it has long passed. I'll say it again. Success is achieving what you set what you set out to do or what you said you were going to do long past the hour or the time in which you set it in has passed. You accomplished that thing. You are now successful in it. You wrote a book. Maybe you only sold 10 copies, but you are a successful published author. Everybody doesn't have that they don't they don't have those bragging rights everybody does. you you your children are healthy um productive citizens in society you are a successful parent you can share some of your um some of the some of the things that you did as a parent to help your especially if they all went to college you was a boss especially if you're a single parent, especially if you're a single dad, in my, in, my, in my opinion. And so successful people maintain a positive focus. It doesn't mean they don't have negative things that happen to them. They do. Probably more than, uh, they just don't give a lot of attention to it. Whereas um, some of us, We'll focus on the negative. Like we will, we will literally pull off Focus Road, Focus Boulevard. We will pull off Focus Highway onto Distraction Boulevard and park. Some of us will move there. We will have our items shipped to Distraction Boulevard and just be there. Then we find a house on Stuck Street, and that'd be our life. I would have did it, but, what you know, I lost this and I lost that. And so, you know, it just it just threw me off. And so, you know, I'm over here. <laughs> when you don't have to, it's a decision we make. Anybody else have a comment? Question? Actually, this is Shirley. Um, you, you hit so many um, bullets this morning, and the first thing, just like the the previous caller just said, I love the way you started off. Successful people stay focused and, and stay positive, and and not being distracted by the surroundings. Um, and the, it can be challenging, but as I started to examine myself, I I was I started to have to blame myself for being so persuaded so easily. And then I had to look at who was who was pulling me away. Was that for my interest? Did they care? And I started noticing that um, I had to start being a little bit more honest. I think sometimes we try to be people pleaser. Um, if we say we, we we don't have time, we don't want to hurt feelings. But by doing that, it's pulling you off focus to please them. So I had to learn to say, um, I can talk, but I can't talk right now. And so now I change my time. 
Um, I'm trying to focus on my business, and I allow so many distractions for the last two and a half years. So I'm back on track, and now I'm, I'm and I'm not blaming anyone but myself. And I think that's the other thing. If you take ownership of it, what's that saying? You can't change um, if you don't acknowledge it. And I finally acknowledge what am I doing wrong and how to get get back on focus. So that was the first thing. When, so when you were talking about the mindset, the distraction, be honest about it. And then that way you, you know those areas that, that you feel that you're struggling with, now work on it. And so um, now what I do is certain days of the week, no matter what, everybody now knows my schedule. I don't talk between six and seven. They know this. If you ask me, I can be there, but I'm not coming between those hours. Um, and so now I, I'm, I have a routine, but you have to work on it. And then after a while, it became a habit, and after a while, it became natural. So I just wanted to share that. Thank you very much. Those were good nuggets, Shirley. Thank you for sharing that. Um, I really loved when you said taking ownership of the areas that you have weakness in. Have you taken, here, here would be a question to someone that might be still struggling with focus. Have, have you taken inventory um, of, have you taken time to think about, excuse me, what it is that is, what the distractions are, number one, and why you have them when you, for example, if you get ready to study the word of God or you get ready to work on a project or you get ready to exercise or whatever it is that, whatever the task is, do you know, have you identified what the distractions are? That's a way of taking ownership. That's the beginning of taking ownership. Um, hey, and Yes, go ahead, go ahead, Didi. Hey, so I'm going to start calling myself Security. No, that's a whole other inside joke. <laughs> Listen, I'm listening to you. You know, I'm at my beautiful purpose, and the babies are coming in. And oh my God, Tanya, thank you because when you talked about being successful, and y'all know me, I used to beat myself up because I felt like I had failed, you know, in some way as far yeah. as just being further along. And but when you're talking about raising them, chilling. And then I think about my three babies, and not just them. I raised them as a single parent, but all the others and how well they're doing in today's society. So I am patting myself on the back as I'm walking. I'm taking some laps real quick because I have time. But um, just the whole the whole focus thing and focusing on what's important, what's really important. And it's not always material things. I think that's what I was tripping on for a while. Like, well, you know, you got to leave a legacy. You got to do this. And I've and I done I've done what I can do, but I have more to do at 50, almost 56. So I no longer beat myself down because that spirit of comparison will will hurt your whole feelings. And then even when I forget who was saying that they called in on a good day, well, every day is a good day. When you call in and you can hear beautiful shares and, you know, everybody not going to beat you down with scripture because you walk in. It's like when I listen to you, sis, it's like, it's like a walking application. Like you and Dion both um, – are more like the um, the life application or the passion version of what life is. So I love you, and I thank God for you, and you know I got you. And just thank you for being an example that I need. And like I told you, I've never seen my mom so focused at 81. She was so excited that she could even wait to call her friends. Oh, let me just tell you what I did. So, yeah, beautiful. Oh, wow. 
Wow. And and let me let me just pause really quickly and say thank you to you and Simone and Carla. Oh my God. Um and um pretty wanted to be there but couldn't and all of you magnificent. I shouldn't have never started calling names. I I'm gonna forget somebody. And um of course Dion and those of you that watched online, did I forget anybody's name? I think I I think I called everybody that um, but I just want to thank you for supporting me. Um, I want to thank you for, like, um, I don't know, last night was different. Um, last night, if you don't know, I did a, you know, I did a, I taught a lesson, but my book was my, um, uh, I, I taught about my book, um, topics about loss, grief, and overcoming. It was just different last night um, to go that deep. Um, and I think it's, I think I'm pretty sure it's on my fan page if you want to see it. Um, but I just wanted to say publicly, to, um, thank you. Declare victories. And when we ha when declare victory, when we have things, you know, and people show up, it's always so good to put a name with a face and to be able to, um, hang out with, um, hang out with, the, hang out with you. Um, so I really appreciate y'all, y'all being there. And, and thank you for those who wanted to come and you couldn't. Um, I also wanted to say thank you this morning. You guys are were really focused. We didn't have to ask anybody to um, mute their line while the while we while I was um, doing the declaration. So I wanted to say thank you um, for that as well. Any any I, here's a question. I I said that we we might talk about it, and if y'all don't want to talk, y'all ready to go? We just gonna give you some time back. But one of the things that I asked you to think about um, uh, while we were greeting was. Did anyone think of a task that you need to focus on, um, but in which you need to apply more organization or more organizational skills? Did anybody and, and you feel safe in talking about it? Um, did anybody think about an area where you need more organization so you can be focused? Hey Tim, I'll jump in right there. Um, How about the Um, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Oh, okay. I don't hold on. Was that somebody else trying to speak or did that just come off mute? Okay, maybe that was acting. Go ahead, Oh, so so you want to say something as you have a comment as well? Who is that? But I'll go up the Oh okay. Who is who am I talking to so I can make sure I address you? It's Christina. Can hear me? Oh. I'm on a different Christina. Christina, okay. Christina's at work. Phil, do you mind? Is she going? No, no. Go ahead, sis. Oh, go ahead, Christina. Okay, so um, good morning. Thank you for your share. And I think it's okay. Anyway, um, I definitely, and my question is about the questions. I don't, I'm not you're, gonna, you're a little I'm bit muffled. You're a little bit muffled. Okay, hold on. Hold on. This is the problem with headphones that are not AirPods, but that's because of lack of focus last night and I didn't pack my AirPods, so I'm not on my AirPods. Anyway, um, so I basically need more organization with uh, the, the preparation for the day, the next day, the night before, because if I don't do something or some things, my mornings are thrown off every morning and that's a problem. So anyway, I said your text. We can talk later, but that's something that for sure is needs more organization. Is my evening routine so that my morning routine doesn't go off off filter. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. 
Thank you. Thank All you right. for that. You're welcome. Uh, I think You're Michelle welcome. was next. Yes. Um, firsthand, I want to <clears throat> commend you and give you a virtual hug for teaching last night in the capacity of of teaching your book as well as coming to share this morning. I totally um, lift you up spiritually because I know that was kind of kind of kind of not heavy, but just a little, you know, um, you know what I mean. Um, yeah. <laughs> but I definitely um, lift you up. I, I, My spirit is just like, oh, man, yeah, I love you. Um, but I think Aww. about <laughs> I think when you ask that question, um, I'll just use the example. All week I prepared for a, a very special lunch with friends that I was excited to be able to see. Mentally I prepared all week long. I thought about, you know, what I was going to wear and how I was going to, you know, expedite my time because I know sometimes I can get distracted in time. I knew I had to work that morning, so I strategically set the time where I can just, you know, kind of smoothly just go from work to get dressed and then be out the door and be on time. Lo and behold, there was a major distraction on that day. (laughs) Not only did I miss an appointment, for my chiropractor, but I also was late to this very special lunch. Now, I have taken um, notes in the past of how important it is for other people's time. So I have learned and and am learning to be able to be more focused and mindful, excuse me, in regards to being on time. Um so little things I have put in place to try to make that happen. So I wasn't as late as I thought I would be because I had things laid out where I can just grab my drag and put it on and just run out the door. <laughs> Quite just whatever. Um, so <laughs> you silly, you silly. <laughs> that, oh then you know, just God's grace was so good that. Um, you know, I was in the little uh, Zoom buggy car, so it went kind of fast, so I wasn't as late. Um, but anyway, that part right there, being more focused on um, considering other people's time and preparing will help us. Um, God is not the author of confusion. And that part right there helps me to be able to stay on focus and to say, okay, I could do it then. Oh, I got 10 more minutes. No, if you think about it, do it right then and there. Um, I have learned that favor is in it, time is in your favor if you do it right there and stop putting it off. But I want to tell you, Grace Share, and that I love you. I mean, I probably said a lot, but it really meant a lot. So, love you, Shit. Thank you. I really appreciate um, your comment, and it really helps me to put things in perspective because I was like, why am I feeling like this? I had Valerie, I had, the funeral was Tuesday. My share was yesterday and then another share today, and I didn't take the time. So this is a life lesson for you guys. Um, You know, we talk about grief, right? And grief is for real. I didn't have a trigger at the funeral. I did not. I was I was okay. I think I kind of detached a little bit. Um, but um, But then to talk about my life in the detail that I did, um, I, I didn't, it didn't trigger me last night 
but this morning it started. I felt it, and so I'll probably have to do a little work today, um, you know, just to get my center back and so I can release. And so I, I hope you understand what I'm saying. Um, this is me getting ahead of grief. This is me not stuffing grief. This doesn't mean that I'm going backwards. It's a Grief is a process. And you guys allowed me to grieve. Um, you all have been on the call, you know, with me walking, helping to walk me through it. You allowed me to grieve. And so this is me grieving out loud with you and letting you know, ah, that's what happened. That's exactly what happened. So thank you for helping me to realize that, Shell. I appreciate it. Anybody else have a comment? Did anyone? Yeah. Here's the question. It's, okay. It's me again. It's okay. I heard somebody else. I think I heard three people. So I heard, did I hear Swanita? Yes. I heard Shirley, and I think I heard one other person. Hear me. Okay. So we'll go in that order. It'll be um, Swanita, Shirley, and Lil Mercy. Okay. Well, good morning, everyone. I, um, as your question, uh, with your question, I definitely, this week, or last week, rather, <laughs> I intentionally um, wanted to go um, home to Peoria, Illinois, so that I, because I had a storage unit that's still there, and I wanted to get rid of it. That was one of the things that I had to focus on, and, one, and it was a major thing that I had to focus on. But another thing was that my son from Texas and his family was coming to Peoria, so that means I would have had all my, both my sons and all of my grandchildren in one place. So I was like, I'm going to capture some family pictures, too. That was one of my other focus that I needed to make sure that I did. And there was a few people I had wanted to see as far as, you know, I had a, a one of my ex-sister-in-laws, her husband, um, went fishing. And him and the friend that went fishing, they both had some kind of accident and they both drowned. So I wanted to make sure I, I spent some time with her. That did... I'll just tell you that the time frame, the things didn't happen the way I had planned, but I had to stay focused on making sure I did two things. That was to capture those pictures, and the other thing was to clean that storage. Um, there were so many people tugging that was like, oh, let's have breakfast, let, let's have lunch, let's have dinner. Um, I was able to make a few, but most, most of the ones that I normally, you know, try to, I, I, I wasn't able to, and I did have to say, I'm not going to make it. I'm not going to be able to make it. So I just thank God that I was able to do those two things, which, Amen. and I did see Diane, the one that had lost her husband. I saw it for a short time, but I did see her. So I just what thank God for those things. Yeah. So it, it had to really be intentional, and I had to be focused. So thank you for your declaration. Amen. Uh, Shirley. Yes. Um, there was something you also mentioned, and I'm so grateful. You talked about pivot, and you were talking about pivot can um, you have to pivot from change, you know, to change your mindset. Or sometimes it could be a positive thing. Anyway, so what ended up happening, I'm putting together a book fair for the community. Um, the lady accidentally put the calendar on the wrong date. So I thought I had three additional weeks and found out that instead of October, she, for September, she put it October. I said, I can't do October. And so I was a little disappointed. 
about uh, now I have three weeks short. And then I heard what you said about pivot and to learn how to pivot and focus on the new change. And then you said slow down. So when I heard you say that, I said, okay, breathe, slow down, pivot, change, and do what you have to do. So I, I, I love the word when you said pivot because I never looked at it like that before to get on track and do what I need to do to make the new date. So thank Absolutely. you for that word of pivot. Absolutely. Yeah, that's, that's good stuff, Shirley. That's good stuff. Thank you for sharing. Lil Mercy, what you got to say, girl? Good morning. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I just wanted to say that I'm super good and the whole situation with putting mom in there is so accurate um, <laughs> with her issues and her computer. And I'm actually going to correct you. She's been using the computer since they came out because um, Carl hooked her first computer up. Oh, that's right. I forgot. Yeah, yeah. she been she been asking questions ever since. Yeah, so that was thirty years ago. Um, so yeah, um the other thing I wanted to say was is that as far as like focus, I think it's really it's important that like even during the process of folk learning how to focus, that we give ourselves grace and we leave space for um leave space for, um, I won't say error, but like when you set your focus on things going a specific way all the time, and then when they don't, that throws your focus off. Instead of yeah. leaving space for, hey, this may, uh, something else may occur, let me leave a little room, let me give myself some grace so that I don't completely destroy my focus if something goes wrong, if that makes sense. That's good. That's good. Yeah. That was good. That was all? That'd be it. That'd be it? That'd be it. Yeah, girl, I thought she was going to go deep, but that's deep enough. Because you are so right. You got leave, leave yourself some, I call it wiggle room. So you can, you know, and, 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 and it'll, it will definitely help you. So baby steps in anything, any new process that you're starting, even in your life, um, in building your relationship with Christ. You, you can't be so hard on yourself and so judgmental on yourself that um, uh, that you um, yes that's fine that you that you again you get discouraged and what you what you're doing is is that you're learning a new system you're learning a new process and there are going to be some mishaps or some um, mistakes along the way you learn from their lessons you learn from them and then you tweak because that's what they do in business. They they will they will they they'll have a strategy so they have a theory right um, they have a theory they think it out they talk it out it, everything that they can do to they project all of that stuff um, and as they are implementing that new system there there are some little tweaks and adjustments that you usually have to make I want to as we get ready to close I want to leave a bucket of leave you with a bucket of encouragement um, all minds clear we done with comments. Going once, going twice. All right. Uh, finally, brothers, and Yolanda quoted it. I was like, get out of my scriptures, girl. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, 
whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable. If anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. So as you are on your, um, your, you are purposely um, focusing on, on these um, areas in your life, um, I want you to think about positive things, not negative things, not about the mistakes you made. The second one is Romans 12 and 2, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to rest, excuse me, then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. That's Romans 12 and 2. And so because we are peculiar people, because we are ambassadors, we don't do things like the world. We are kingdom-minded people. We don't want our stuff to look like the world. We want our stuff to reflect the God in us. And so that's all I have for you this morning. I pray that you are blessed and that this day is filled with, actually, let me do this. Father, we thank you and we praise you for the word that has gone forth this morning. We thank you for every person that is under the sound of my voice, for the people that will listen to the playback. We thank you, God, for giving them the mind to um, create a strategy along with your help, not them by themselves, but they ask the Holy Spirit to give them a strategy on how they can be focused in life on the different tasks that they have, the different responsibilities that they have, as well as focusing and keeping our eyes, our gaze on you. And so, Father, this morning, as the sun has already risen here on the West Coast and it's already risen in the East Coast, we command our morning. We command that today there will be no unfortunate accidents. There will be no devastating phone calls, that we command our finances to be blessed. We command that we command this day and we say that we are blessed when we go. We are blessed when we come, when we come home, and we are blessed throughout the day. We, we declare that your ministering angels who have been assigned to each of us will have jobs to do because we will employ them. We will give them permission to ask, to act on our behalf. Uh, we declare that there will be no premature death. We declare that our children and our loved ones and our friends will be blessed today. We thank you and praise you, God, for your protection and for your provision. And we declare in Jesus' name that all is well. All right, y'all have a great day today. I love you. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Let's have a good day, y'all. Love you all. Have a blessed day. Walk in victory. Focus, focus, focus.